Shalom Aleichem, welcome to Tune In, the podcast of the Yiddish Book Center. I'm Aaron Lansky, and I'm here today with Sebastian Schulman, the director of our multifaceted translation initiative uh, here at the Yiddish Book Center. The goal of the project is to train a new generation and to begin translating vastly more of the 98% of Yiddish books currently unavailable to English readers. Seb, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. Well, we're here today because you've just reached a, uh, a milestone in the translation initiative, and that's the opening of our new website called Teich. Uh, it's gone live, and you, as I guess the uh, architect of the site, uh, must be very pleased. Can you tell us what it is, and, and even more importantly, who it's for? Teich is, is really uh, the latest and greatest innovation in Yiddish translation. This really brings Yiddish translation to the 21st century. Uh, this is a website... Um, you can find it at teich.org. That's T-A-Y-T-S-H dot org. Um, and this is a place where Yiddish translators from all over the world can come together and collaborate, communicate, discuss, and debate all of the, the nuances of all of the works they're working on. Um, and everyone else can uh, sort of eavesdrop on the conversation, too. So before we even go on, what does Teich mean? Fabulous question. Um, So we sort of intentionally picked a word um, that doesn't translate directly. Its most basic meaning is just translation or translate. Teich, Vartaichen. But Teich is a word that has changed meaning over the centuries. Um, Its earliest meaning um, was in traditional Eastern European Jewish education uh, in the Heder, you would teich, you would literally, literally translate works from Loshan Koedish, from Hebrew and Aramaic, into the Yiddish vernacular. So this is like a breshi uh, in the Ronhezen. In Unfang. Yeah, right, yep. right. Pinktazoi, right. pinktazoi. Right. Um, exactly. And um, in the 19th century, with the birth of modern Yiddish literature, uh, intellectuals were teiching the, uh, the works from Russian and French great literature right. for the Yiddish-speaking masses. And now we're taking Teich in a new direction. We're translating from Yiddish into English for the widest readership possible. Right. So obviously our listeners, can they're probably doing it already, can log on and check out Teich as we speak. But tell me, what, what are the major sections? What, what, is the, what does the site do? So there's about five major sections on the site. The heart and soul is the workshop. On the workshop, translators can put up excerpts from works of, of in, in progress of any length from any genre and put them side by side with the Yiddish. So you can put up your English translation that you're working on, that you're grappling with, with the Yiddish original and invite other translators to comment, to annotate, to gently critique and invite conversation um, about your work. Where's the Yiddish come from? So you can upload any PDF, but most of your Yiddish PDFs will come from our digital library, from the Steven Spielberg digital library available at the Book Center's main site. And then the texts appear side by side. So side your translation side. is right next to the Yiddish. Yep. And then people can go in and, and they can, uh, I, I guess the word used to be kibitz. I think now the word is crowdsource. This, crowdsourcing, right? community-enabled conversation. Um, you are able to highlight any portion of the English text and put inline comments. You can comment below both uh, versions of the text to give a more general comment. Um, plenty of ways to interact. Wow, wow. So, so I'm just going to ask a question right off. You know, is this like a free for all though? Can can anybody log on? Anybody can start making comments. And even more importantly, can uh, you know someone you know, seven thousand miles away change my translation? That's a very good question. We care a lot about our translators, about the original Yiddish works. Um, the workshop is only accessible by registered users, and um, any translator that is registered 
can comment, but they cannot change the text. So, you know, a translator's creative work is always protected, and they always have control over the conversation that happens with their work. So if you're the translator and eight different people log on and say, it means this, no, it really means that, are you kidding? It means the third thing. You're the one who gets to make the decision. Absolutely. Right. You're able to take all of the commentary, sort of distill it down, and create the best possible work. Great, great. All right, that's the... That's the uh, review of works in progress, which is really, I have to say, just it's such a technological tour de force. I think the only good thing to come out of the whole fiasco with the healthcare uh, website is that people now appreciate how complicated websites are and how difficult they are to create. Right? Th this was really a collaborative effort, and I do want to make this point right on the air that we are really relying on feedback from users to perfect the tools that, that we've made available. Um, they, they work fabulously now, but they could work so much better, and we want users to tell us what their challenges are, what works best, what, what could use improvement. Right, so don't fetch, submit. Exactly, right? okay, exactly. Got it. Okay. Um, but that's only one part of the site. Um, so the, the four other main sections, there are two glossaries, two interactive lexical databases, one for terms, uh, words, and one for idioms. And these are places where you're able to post a word that you keep finding in a text. It's not in any dictionary. You've asked all of your Yiddish-speaking friends. No one seems to know. You can put it on the site. Hmm. And uh, translators from all over the world, people who are, are native speakers, of not just of Yiddish, of, of Slavic languages, native speakers of Hebrew, can comment and, and suggest different ways of translating this word. So how often does this happen? I mean, there are plenty of Yiddish dictionaries. What, what's... You'd be surprised. I mean, this is, this is a challenge that every Yiddish translator encounters. The, you know, there's no way to, to go to a Yiddishland and immerse yourself in the language. Right. So you need sort of the expertise that is scattered all over the world, and this is what the site enables. Fantastic. And now you can do this not only with words, but with phrases as exactly. well, right? Exactly. So there are two different, two different interactive glossaries, um, one for words, one for phrases, um, just because those are sort of, you know, they're, they're different animals. They're, they're, they're different things, and the, and, the, and the conversation might be a little different when you're doing an idiom, which you might understand the meaning of each and every word in an idiom, but not exactly how it's used. Um, so there, there's a place where you can not just put the phrase... Um, but you can also put the phrase in context so someone can see how it was used in the passage you're grappling with. Right. I mean, if we just think of English, contemporary English, God, you know, idiom changes on a daily basis, right? You know, there are always new expressions, always new phrases. You know, today's phrases, my kids would say, is very quickly, so five minutes ago. And somehow, you know, 50 years from now, someone has to know what that means. That's very difficult, right? It, absolutely. Yeah. And, and so this is what we are, are creating. We're creating a living community to, to, to pool expertise together to unravel these mysteries. Unbelievable. And, and what else? What else is the Okay, so we have the workshop, yeah. we, have, we have two glossaries, and then we also have a bibliography of existing Yiddish to English translations. And like all parts of the site, um, this is evolving. This involves the entire community of translators. Um, so we've put up, just to start, a little over 500 entries in, into the, the database. But if you have published something in a literary journal that might not have made it onto the list, you can upload your own submissions. So I'm sure some of our readers are going to be, listeners are going to be amazed that this didn't exist already, right? I mean, you'd, you'd really be surprised. Any library catalog you'd go into, you could find some results, but nothing comprehensive. So this is the way that, that we hope, with everyone's input, we can finally have a comprehensive list of existing uh, Yiddish to English translations. And can you comment on them as well? Yes, absolutely. So you can say, you know, this translation of Avram Sutzkevir 
is wonderful, but it was done several years ago and, you know, the poetic idiom has changed. I think it's time for a new translation. Or, you know, this novel by David Bergelson was translated, but the original translator, for some reason, left out a crucial chapter. Right. Someone needs to, to work on this. And you can, you can, just as you do on any other part of the site, you can debate, you can discuss. And, and what if you're home at night when you're reading a, you know, a, a Yiddish book you've never read before, and you finish and you go, oh my God, it's the unknown masterpiece of Yiddish literature. Can you suggest it and put yes. it to play? Yes, absolutely. That is another section of the site where you can we're, we're creating a bibliography of suggested translations. So you put up, you know, all of the, the bibliographic information so someone can find the book. You put up a link to our digital library, um, and you can uh, p provide a synopsis or a review and start a conversation about a work you would love to see in translation. Fantastic. This is really revolutionary, Seb. Uh, you, you, had a, you had a lot of moving parts here, not, oh, not, oh, not, yes. not just uh, you know, technologically, but conceptually to pull this off, right? I mean, yeah. you know, we had our, uh, our translation conference back in 2011, right. um, and if you can just think about the, the number of people at that conference, something over 100, um, and the people that have been involved in building this project up until now, um, it, it's, it's taken a lot of thought, and again, we want to involve as many of the users as possible in the process. So I want to go beyond the translation website, but is there anything more about the site that we need to cover? Well, the, the last major part of the site is a forum. We all love to discuss and, and, and debate and critique and, and, and kibitz, as, as you've said. Um, and this is a place where something that doesn't fit into any of other parts of the site, you can create a conversation forum for those topics. So if you know of opportunities um, for publishing, if you know of uh, prizes coming up, if you have been talking with the family of a writer and they're looking for someone to translate their works, but they, you know, they're, they're looking for advice or, or any sort of things like that, there's a conference coming up, um, you have a, a fellowship opportunity that you'd like to advertise. Those forums, you can talk about anything there. So I just want to uh, say again the, the URL for the website, Teich, T-A-Y-T-S-H dot org, right? Yes, yes. Register now. <laughs> okay. Avoid the rush. <laughs> and and uh, so when I gave the introduction, you know, just now, I, I kind of said in passing that we've got 98% of Yiddish literature that's yet untranslated. That's actually a little misleading as a number, only because that's 98% uh, of the books are untranslated. There are also 3,000 separate Yiddish journals. Uh, many of which publish literary uh, works, and that's really an unknown country. I, I don't know anybody who's prowled through very much of, of, of that vast literature either. So my question for you is actually twofold. One, why has so much gone untranslated for so long? And secondly, what do you think might be found, you know, as we begin mm. unearthing all of this? Uh, those are two wonderful questions. Um, as to why, you know, what you know, we've only had so much translated so far. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that there were only so many places to learn Yiddish and only so many people right. teaching Yiddish uh, for so many years. So the, and they had all sort of read the same books, the same great classics that we've all heard of. Um, and so these are the books that got translated first. Um, but now with access to, to, to different technologies, access to the digital library, people can sort of browse more casually um, the, the, the stacks that would have only been in a few libraries, and now they can sort of discover. The world is more open. We, you know, some of our translation fellows have had experiences in 
Yiddish-speaking Argentina and literally discover a new Yiddish world that way. The, so technology, the, the, the globalized world, um, has really opened up uh, our eyes to new uh, and exciting uh, works of Yiddish literature that we just didn't know about before. You know, any way to predict what we might find? Yeah. Um, so, uh, I mean, Teich is, is, is going to be a, a crucial tool um, in, in that discovery process. The suggested translations, um, you know, part of the site will be a place where people can draw people's attention to undiscovered and unknown works. Fantastic. Well, I, I can't wait to see what's happening. Of course, we have some experience already. We started our fellows program that we had spoken about once before. Th these are, uh, I was going to say young people. That's not entirely true, right? These are youngish people. At, at this point, young means anybody younger than I. So, so, uh, <laughs> but, but these are people who are really interested in, in becoming Yiddish translators, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. not necessarily as their full-time profession, but, but certainly uh, devoting considerable time to translating works of Yiddish literature. And what we're doing is appointing them as fellows for a year, giving them the opportunity to actually work on a book-length project, and most importantly, not only with a stipend, which helps, but way more important than that, with a mentor, a senior person in the field who, Absolutely. who, who can work with them. So it's now been almost a year since almost that year. program began. What have they accomplished? Our fellows, so we, we had six fellows this past year, and uh, they're coming up on the, the end of their fellowship year um, in February, um, and they've been working on six very different projects. We have uh, theater and prose poetry, children's literature, uh, literary memoir, uh, sort of all the genres, right. um, and some of them are, are, are already publishing. You, you know, they're finishing up their manuscripts, but uh, one fellow, Scholenberger, who's working on the, the prose poetry of Avram Sutzkever. Um, Avram Sutzkever is known as one of the greatest 20th century Yiddish poets, but very few people um, have ever read his prose works. Um, so Sholem is working on, on these. He's already had three excerpts published in literary journals across the country. Um, and Motel Didnit, um, who is working on two plays by Hay Levick. Um, again, Hay Levick is known as a playwright, but he's working, Motel is working on his, uh, his uh, dramatic works. Again, taking a, a, a figure that some of us might know quite well, but looking at them from another, another angle. Right. Um, his works will be, uh, his, he, he's worked on uh, two plays. One of those plays is called Dernes in Ghetto. It's one of the very first. The, the, uh, the Miracle. The Miracle in the Ghetto. Yeah. Um, it's one of the very first dramatizations, fictionalizations of the Warsaw Ghetto Uprising. And this will be performed in excerpt at uh, the, the Association of Jewish Studies Conference uh, in Boston this, this next month in, oh, in December. Oh, wonderful. Wow. Um, and Great. there'll be a stage Great. reading as well um, in more complete form in New York sometime this winter. Fantastic. This is so exciting and so encouraging and it's so pushing the frontiers of translation into works that many of us really never knew existed exactly. And these plays yeah. haven't been performed in decades, and right. now right. they're being performed in translation to a much wider audience. Right. And I know we're also have fellows working on you know Argentinian uh, memoirs and, and on Yiddish children's literature, which is a vast universe mm -hmm, of, mm -hmm. of literary texts as well. So there are a lot of great things coming down the road here. How are we going to get all of this into the hands of uh, new readers? Uh, well, we have two uh, uh, venues for this. Um, the first and foremost that you might have 
heard um, that, that we've already started is our uh, Pakenträger translation issue. Every year we have an, an annual digital issue of the Pakenträger, um, and this features excerpts of uh, or shorter shorter works and excerpts of larger works from all different genres in English translation available online uh, for yeah, free. In a beautiful edition, and I'm not sure everybody knows where to find that or how to find it. Can you? Yes, if you go yeah. to uh, the if you go to YiddishBookCenter.org, um, right on the translation tab, it says translation issue. It'll bring you right there. Good. So we really encourage people to do it. There are some terrific treasures just waiting to yes. be uh, discovered and loads more coming. And of course, now we're talking about book publication yes. as well in various forms, right? Not just as books, but e-books, recorded books. Yes, yeah. absolutely. So we are working on a sort of expansion and, and reimagining of the New Yiddish Library. The New Yiddish Library has been a series of books that we've done about one book a year uh, for the past 10 years. Um, and we are going to be opening up that process, asking translators to uh, bring us the works that they're working on, um, and hopefully uh, publishing more books at a lower cost, both for, the, for us to produce and for, more importantly, for the readers to, to purchase. Um, more books per year, lowering the cost, and on multiple platforms to make sure that, that everybody knows about them and everyone's reading them. Well, I can hardly wait. I think we're all looking forward to hearing what happens next. We'll have you on again soon. And looking forward. Perfect. Well, thank you, Sebastian Schulman. You've been listening to Tune In, a production of the Yiddish Book Center in Amherst, Massachusetts. To subscribe to this and other podcasts, tune in to our website, www.yiddishbookcenter. That's all one word, yiddishbookcenter.org. Our producer is Sarah Bleichfeld. I'm Aaron Lansky. Zaymer Stark and Gesund. Be strong, be healthy, and tune in again soon.